Hey everybody, welcome back to Ask Nutritionist Deepa's uh, episode of the week. And I hope you all are doing well and to help us stay well, uh, not only during this time, but also upcoming months, especially fall and winter. Uh, we have a special guest here who is going to help us do that uh, because uh, he specializes in getting our lungs built like iron. So his name is Mr. Joe Weaver and uh, welcome Mr. Weaver. Thank you. Thank okay, you. so just quick background into, uh, into Joe's uh, life. First of all, he's my friend's uncle. So that's, that makes it easy. And uh, he is a graduate of Maharshi Rishi um, International University, which combines traditional education with yoga and meditation, thus making it a little more holistic. So just having that background puts him on a different pedestal because he has been trained to think differently and behave differently. So, um, Joe, I'm so happy that you have joined us today. And uh, before we get into the heavy discussion, I would like you to share a little bit about your background and your life story because speakers like you are always uh, are very inspirational. So how did you fall into this uh, 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 this path and uh, what have you been up to? Well, good question. Um, I'm almost 70 years old. I grew up on a farm in the Midwest, in Indiana, actually. And when I was about, oh, in my early 20s, I heard about uh, transcendental meditation and started meditating. That was about 45 years ago. And I really loved it. I loved it. And it just really worked well for me. Um, it made life so much better in many different ways, you know, uh, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. It, it just was a, a great gift. And so I did a regular life. I got married. I had kids. I was never that good at exercising regularly, um, but when I was about 59, I read a book by um, an Ayurvedic physician here in the United States about uh, sports performance. And a big part of that book was a breathing technique taken from yoga and applied to any physical activity, any sport, any physical activity like that. So I tried that and I was amazed at the difference that it made, not only in my performance, but um, it was like a visceral, physical reaction because it made me feel so much better while I was exercising. So thanks to that breathing technique, um, I went online and I, I, was, I was doing an exercise program. They had a transformation contest uh, for people over 40 and I was just turning 60. And um, I thought, well, I'll enter this because now that I've been exercising regularly for the first time in my life, 
for the last six months, I was in the best shape of my life. And I entered it and I came in second place. And the guy- So, so let me interrupt and ask you. So the context was for people over 40. Yes. You were 60. Yes. And you were uh, practicing this breathing technique or this exercise routine just for six months. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. That's interesting. <laughs> yes. And uh, I was surprised. I came in second place. Wow. The guy in first place was 42 years old, and the guy that was in third place <laughs> was 43. Wow. <laughs> Let and me ask the, you, how many 60-year-olds were there? There weren't any others. There weren't any. There weren't <laughs> any. So you are competing with 40-year-old people. Yeah. I, I asked the, the, the guys that had the... Uh, that sponsored it, if they could have a category for people that were older than 40, but they said, no, there's, there won't be that many. So, hmm. so I had to compete against the other people. Wow, okay. So what happened was that um, I, as a result, I started to get a lot of questions. This was hmm. an online sort of forum. And I hmm. started to get questions from people all over. It's like, what is this breathing thing about? And how, did it, how does it work and that sort of thing. So I started answering questions and, and basically after about a year or so, I decided to write a little program, mm. uh, a little ebook and an exercise program. Mm. And some fitness experts on the internet picked it up mm. and started to sell it to their mailing lists. Okay. And it eventually got sold to in 52 countries around the world. Very cool. So I got this, a very unique vantage point on this breathing technique hmm. and how it, people were using it for a lot of different applications. Hmm. Like some were using it for running, some were using hmm. it for cycling, some hmm. were using it for lifting weights, some hmm. were using it for, um, I started to get all these questions like, can I use this breathing technique when I'm at the office, when hmm. I'm working? because mm. I'm in a very tense situation and this breathing technique makes me feel really relaxed and mm. very focused at the same time. Mm. And uh, so I started to answer those questions and one thing led to another and mm. now I'm an online uh, fitness coach for okay. people over 60. And the main, the main fundamental thing that I think is very important um, mm. is using this breathing technique, which actually comes from yoga, yeah. uh, using it with any sport, any type of exercise, because mm. of all of the benefits that you get from it. Interesting. What a story. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's just amazing. And uh, what it sounds like is this particular breathing technique uh, is for, for, uh, for your mind, body, I mean, you know, if it yeah. is going to help us with anxiety, depression, coping stress, um, along yeah. with making your lung and obviously everything else stronger in your body, yeah. it's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get into the details of the technique, I want to ask you, uh, in general, people think that for meditation or yoga, it's a long process. I have to sit there like a sadhu, you know, uh, uh, for hours 
to to get to a level yes. and no, nobody has that kind of mental stamina to sit unless that's the only thing they are doing so how do you what would be your recommendation for a uh, ordinary person who is who is confused who is overwhelmed and we just want to start somewhere um, yes. and i'll give you a typical scenario you know let's say i'm a stay at home mom or or dad or busy person and now i have to work from home and i have kids and cooking and office and parents and in-laws and so on and so forth to take care of where do i start mm-hmm. it's important there's a lot of different kinds of meditation techniques. Mm-hmm. And actually this breathing technique that I do uh, to help out uh, during activity, mm-hmm. some traditions use it as a meditation technique also. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most important thing, I mean, meditation should be effortless and it should be easy mm-hmm. and it should be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. and To do that, I think you really need, from my experience and, you know, the many people I've talked to over the last 45 years since Mm -hmm. I began meditation, I find that a lot of people maybe start a meditation technique that isn't easy or effortless or enjoyable. It's maybe a concentration technique. Mm -hmm. That takes a lot more stamina to -hmm. stick with. feel like I was really lucky uh, starting out with TM because the first time I meditated after I was taught by my teacher, it was just, I went deep really fast. And, And it was like, I remember going home meditating and I was supposed to meditate for 20 minutes. I closed my eyes and then I thought, oh, I wonder if 20 minutes is up yet. And I opened my eyes and it was 20 minutes was up. And it was just, I felt so refreshed and it was just so easy. Mm. Whenever somebody, my thing about establishing a habit Mm. is your body and your mind have to have some level of satisfaction for you to continue and make it a habit. Mm. And so in this case for me, you know, I came out of meditation, I was refreshed, I felt really good. Mm-hmm. And that continued on and on and has just gotten deeper and more enjoyable. Um, and people need to know that it's not always like that when you start, but mm-hmm. you need to be patient. So the thing is to set aside a certain time for that self-care mm-hmm. and then say, okay, I'm going to do this for the next 60 days. And that sort of attitude will help Mm -hmm. foster a practice that that you can stay with for a long period of time. I see. Uh, But do you think there is a benefit? Uh, And I'm sure there is, even if I start with two minutes. No. That's good. It's like like, there is to be a commitment of some. (laughs) Yes, that's a good question. You know, and I get asked that question a lot about um, exercise. 
You know, if yes. I do just a you know yes. five minutes of exercise each day, is that going? No, it really won't. You know, it's it's not enough to get a benefit. It's not okay. a, it's not enough to get a taste. Okay. I would say you're going to need to at least fifteen to twenty minutes. Okay, it's like I guess eating a bag of chips. One is never enough until you finish the bag. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, all right, that, that, that's good to know. So uh, enlighten us with, you know, role of lungs and breathing and mm-hmm. how that whole system is connected. Well, breathing is a, is a fascinating subject and there's so much research that's been done in the last few years. Um, and it all points to a lot of advantages of nasal breathing. So there's, our systems are set up uh, naturally to be nasal breathers instead of mm-hmm. mouth breathers. Mm-hmm. And there are a specific set of physiological things that happen when we breathe through our nose that mm-hmm. doesn't happen when we breathe through our mouth. Mm-hmm. I see. So it's, it's um, different chemicals, different way. There's a whole process of breathing through the nose that does different things to our body. Okay. And uh, you, you'll have to interrupt me because I, I can get on a roll on this. No, no, no. <laughs> it's very important that people really understand the difference between uh, these two kinds of breathing and how it affects our chemical uh, cellular function yes in the body that is that is extremely important because at the end of the day the the cellular reaction that is happening is determines how what we do and what we feel so Mm -hmm. if breathing is feeding into that then it's important that we we really understand that so you can talk a couple more minutes about a little bit more (laughs) about breathing because this is very important we don't we are not breathing Yes, yes. So one of the things that's important about nasal breathing is the whole setup that happens uh, once you have air entering your nose because our sinus cavities naturally emit nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is a dilator for blood vessels. So you this doesn't happen if you breathe through your mouth. Mm -hmm. So what happens when you breathe through your nose is that nitric oxide then goes down into your lungs and it dilates those little blood vessels in your lungs and makes it much easier to absorb the oxygen that you're so in need of. And that's part of it. Uh, There's a whole thing that happens when we breathe deeply also, Hmm. that is different than when we breathe shallow. Hmm. So when we breathe shallow, Hmm. we don't don't let the, and we exhale shallow, I should say, Hmm. we don't let much oxygen get down into the lower lobes of the lungs. Now the lower Hmm. lobes of the lungs have the most blood vessels in them. Interesting. So you can imagine if we are up for optimal breathing, Mm -hmm. if we're breathing through our nose, 
that nitric oxide is mixing with the inhale. Hmm. We've done, we're, we're, we're exhaling fully. When we inhale, that nitric oxide and oxygen will go down and reach that lower level of our lungs, hmm. lower lobes. And as hmm. a result, we'll get more of that oxygen into our bodies in a quicker fashion. Very, very interesting. Fascinating, actually. Wow. Um, wow. I, I mean, like you said, this is such a deep subject. Uh, we can go on and on about this and learn, learn so much. So what can you teach us today? Is okay. there any quick technique that you can show us? Um, yes, I, yes, there is. Okay. And okay. I should also, there's, there's another half of what's happening physiology, physiologically that's okay. important to remember. Hmm. So if we breathe shallow and breathe through our mouth, hmm. we're usually getting in the fight or flight response. The, um, the sympathetic autonomic nervous system is okay. being stimulated. Hmm. Now, when we stimulate the sympathetic autonomic nervous system, Hmm. It usually will set off, it's like our body is responding to an emergency. A crisis. A crisis. And when we, the result of that hormonally is usually the production of, um, of cortisol and oh, adrenaline, okay. which are catabolic hormones. Okay. And they break down things, you know. They, they release a lot of energy really fast. Okay. which really saps a lot of energy in our body. Mm -hmm. And really, if you think about it, an emergency response depletes the immune system at the same time. Correct. So if we really want to set up an optimal situation where our immune system is as strong as possible, hmm. it's better to stimulate the parasympathetic hmm. nervous system which is the relax and digest part of our nervous system. Mm -hmm. And that system like, is controlled a lot by the vagus nerve, which Correct. goes from the brain, brain to the back of the throat, Correct. down into the digestive system. Yeah. Now, when we do that, we have the resulting feeling of sort of relaxation, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, more of an oceanic sort of feeling. Sure. So if we can remember to breathe through our nose mm -hmm. and inhale and exhale fully, but not the strain, because when you strain, you start to get into the fight or flight. You, you start to get into that emergency thing. So mm -hmm. we want to relax. We want to feel good. We want to have that oceanic feeling. Mm -hmm. So a simple technique to do that is I'll, mm -hmm. I'll teach you this technique. What okay. it does is, since you're getting more oxygen into your system, hmm. and you're doing uh, something that stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, hmm. you have the both the best of both worlds. Both worlds, yeah. You are relaxed, but you are alert and energetic at the same time. Correct. Interesting. And so that really fosters great performance, whether you're at work whether you're exercising or doing anything, and um, it actually fosters, it's, mm. you know, it's, 
it's a really a basic form of self-care because mm -hmm. it really fosters the whole body and mind at the same time. So it's when we get tense, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times you'll notice that when you get tense, mm -hmm. your breathing becomes very shallow. Yeah. And so those go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. If you can start breathing more deeply, just remember to breathe deeply and inhale and exhale through your nose, mm -hmm. then you're setting up more optimum conditions for your immune system and for your, your well-being. My goodness. I mean, what can I say? I'm speechless in the sense we, our body is designed so beautifully, mm -hmm. right? And all these systems, respiratory, immune, uh, endocrine, digestive, they are so interconnected. Yes. And yet, in this modern world, we feel so disconnected. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I think uh, these breathing techniques uh, will, will, I hope, will bring uh, the listeners or will make listeners more mindful as well, because the more oxygen you breathe, the more you get all these systems in tune, aligned the more calmer and connected our bodies are going to feel. Um, and that hopefully will help people feel less overwhelmed and, and focus uh, and will help less feeling less overwhelmed and focus on what is really important is their health and well-being. Yes. It's like for me, once I learned this technique and started applying it during my exercise program, Mm. then the benefits that I got from that started to seep out to the rest of my life. Okay. Even though I'd been meditating for, at the time, probably about 35 years, mm. almost every day, twice mm. a day, mm. you know, I'd achieved a good amount of um, relaxation and, uh, and well-being. Yeah. But then with this breathing technique, it just started to... Um, reduce my even more any anxiety level yeah. so it was just just so beautiful it's like i didn't worry about things like i used to worry about things it was just it, it was just so much everything became so much easier so much so, easier and clear yeah 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 and i will teach you this technique and it comes from uh yoga it's okay. called this particular breathing technique now yoga has many different breathing techniques for many different purposes. Hmm. I really like this technique because for most of us, it satisfies a lot of different things that we're looking for. Like okay. I have people that use it um, during exercise because hmm. it makes exercise more enjoyable okay. and it makes it easier and they recover faster. Okay. I also have people that use it to go to sleep because mm -hmm. it relaxes the whole mind and body. I have other people that use it as a meditation technique. Yeah. And I have other people that'll use it at the office while they're busy doing things just to calm all of their anxiety, all their stress, you know, to, 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 to do that. And at the same time, to be more focused and have more energy. So that is amazing that mm -hmm. you can do this technique when done correctly you can do it 
while you are working. Yes. You know, yes. Because one of our biggest excuses, oh, I don't have time, you know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but if you can, if, if we have this type of techniques handy, then, then we can, we can it, it definitely find, we don't have, even have to find time because it's just part of who you yes. are, the breathing thing. I have a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of patients suffering from sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. And I am, as a practitioner, provider, really struggling to find a good solution for them. Mm. It's a very uh, difficult situation that these people are stuck in. They don't have energy because obviously sleep apnea, you know, obstructs their breathing uh, mm-hmm. pathway. So they cannot breathe. They cannot breathe less oxygen. They don't have energy. They don't have energy. They don't do. They can't cope. They can't eat well. They can't exercise. And we are just going in rounds and rounds and rounds. Um, do you think it will help them a little bit? Yes. In fact, I think, you know, the most authoritative book that I found on these breathing techniques that, I, that I'm talking about is called The Oxygen Advantage. The okay. Oxygen Advantage by um, a gentleman, I think his last name is McEwen. Hmm. Uh, he has done so much research and has hmm. put together so much research uh, on this and there's another method uh, called the Butenko method of, of breathing, which okay. is for people that have asthma. Okay. And I have read and I have seen an interview with the author of the uh, Oxygen Advantage talking about how nasal breathing in particular can help uh, reduce uh, and, and help solve that uh, sleep apnea problem. Okay, perfect. Um, but I'm let's. I'm excited now to, uh, to learn <laughs> whatever you can teach us about okay. technique. Uh, this uh, breathing technique. Okay. So the number one thing to remember is not to strain, because okay. straining will contradict all of the things that you're trying to do. You're trying to relax, reduce stress, and once you start to strain, you counteract that. Okay. So here's the, here's the process. This breathing technique is called, in yoga, it's called ujjayi, ujjayi okay. breathing. Okay. And there's some different kinds of ujjayi breathing. Uh, the one I'm going to explain might be different than maybe one you've, a little different than what you've learned in yoga. Okay. But number one, you breathe through your nose, inhale, and exhale. So we'll just do that a few times and then I'll teach you the second part. Okay. So, so inhale deep, go okay. ahead. No, I said, just give us the instructions so the audience will also hopefully inhale with us. Okay, so just don't strain to get all the air in that you can and don't strain to get all of the exhale out. Just take okay. a nice, easy, relaxed breath through your nose. Exhale through your nose. Again, inhale. And exhale through your nose. We'll do it one more time. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your nose. Okay, you're probably already feeling just a little bit relaxed. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sure. 
because you are stimulating that parasympathetic nervous system every time you do that. Okay, so now the second part of this technique, which is more of a stimulus to the parasympathetic nervous system and the vagus nerve. So when you exhale this time, you're going to exhale as if you were saying ha, but with your mouth closed and no audible sound. Just that back of your throat, slightly constricted as if you were saying ha, but without making a sound. Okay. So inhale. Now exhale through your nose with that slight constriction at the back of your throat. Did you notice when you did that, that there was a little hissing noise? No. Okay. Okay, there should be a very slight hissing noise, similar to the noise that you hear, the sound that you hear if you put a seashell up to your ear. Okay, but I have a question. So when should I make the, uh, the ha? That's when you're exhaling. When I'm exhaling, okay. So I may have done it incorrectly, actually. And there's, a, there's another helpful hint on this, is when you are exhaling, you can either visualize saying ha, Actually, we can do that. Okay. We can say ha while we while we're exhaling. We can just say ha ha. Yeah, that might be better. <laughs> okay. Let's just let's inhale. Now we'll say ha ha like if you were holding a note ha. Like that. Okay. Now this time we're going to inhale, but you're going to keep your mouth shut okay. and you're not going to vocalize, okay. but you're going to keep that throat position about the same. Oh, okay. Inhale. Now exhale through your nose. Did you hear a slight hissing noise? Yes. This yeah. time I did, almost like ocean waves type that's, of thing. Yes, that's why in yoga, this breath is sometimes called ocean, ocean breath. Oh, is that right? I, I, I literally felt it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and you don't have to strain. Like some people, some people in yoga call this Darth Vader breath, okay. you know, and Darth Vader would be, you know, really strange, <laughs> yeah. like that. It's not like that. It's like the less, the, the easier you make it, the better it is for you. But you want that slight hissing noise. And you'll notice that if you do it like you're sort of holding a note, you're exhaling a long, long exhale. And that long exhale is very important because that is what stimulates the vagus nerve. It, it stimulate the vagus nerve is in the back of our throat. Okay. If we're making a slight uh, turbulence in the back of our, no mm -hmm. our neck, our throat, it's going to have an effect on that vagus nerve. Absolutely. So, so that, that long exhale accomplishes two things. Mm -hmm. It empties the lungs mm -hmm. so that when we breathe in, all that nitric oxide and oxygen will go to the bottom lobes of our lungs where there are the most blood vessels and it'll mm -hmm. be absorbed the quickest and the most and it'll get that oxygen, it'll really oxygenate our whole system. Mm -hmm. And there's another part of that 
thing that if you had a trouble getting that sound, hmm. then you can think of like if you were fogging up your glasses. You know how people go, yeah. they go like that with their, yeah. their, their palate sort of lifted. Mm -hmm. Okay, that lifted palate, that helps to set some people so that they get how to do this. this so see. you're exhaling like you were fogging up your glasses, but with your mouth closed. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That fogging up your glasses uh, analogy is also very good because these are some of the actions we are doing uh, yes, without yes. realizing. Uh, we just have to apply that as a technique. And so that is the technique that's as simple as it is. You don't strain and you mm -hmm. just employ that technique. Now you can imagine hmm. if you were using it during activity, hmm. like I, for instance, I have hmm. clients that have come to me and learn this technique and then they go and they go hiking with their, hmm. with their husband or their wife. Hmm. And like I had one wife tell me, she said, well, my husband was always like, you know, 50 yards ahead of me when we were hiking. And I always had trouble breathing hmm. uh, and getting enough oxygen and hmm. didn't have the endurance. And once she'd been doing this for several weeks, then she mm. said, you know, I'm actually ahead of my husband now. So that's, that's, that, there's one example. Another example is I had another lady who was in the community choir mm. and mm. she'd been a singer all of her life. She yeah. loved to sing. She was mm. like, you know, 65 years old or so. I taught her this technique and two weeks later she came back and she said, Joe, you're not going to believe this. I can now hold a note longer than I've ever been able to hold a note in my wow. life. Wow. So what I've seen is mm. that this actually really helps to develop the lungs. It seems to give people uh, more VO2 capacity I than see. any other thing that I've found. That is just amazing. Such, such valuable, such important uh, and uh, useful information you have shared with us, Joe, because if, just imagine if people, listeners, if they could master this along with good nutrition, mm. there is no corona in the world that can attack us, mm. attack mm. our bodies, really. Um, so people out there, friends, family, patients, clients, Please, please, please pay attention to this particular episode, the technique that Joe just uh, shared with us, uh, because this is extremely important. Think of it like a dose of medication, if that's what you want to uh, look at this at as. So um, Joe, as a parting mm -hmm. a gift to us, uh, you, uh, can you share, a recipe or a food that you that you may think is going to add to our vitality because every episode we give away a recipe but today you have given us so much i'm going to add another thing for you to do is to share your favorite recipe or anything that will help us with uh, yes well, one of the things you know people have 
trouble uh, appreciating vegetables. <laughs> and um, a lot of that has to do with spices. Okay. You know, in the United States, we're so used to just um, having, you know, maybe butter and then you put uh, salt on it and, you know, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And you don't really need to do that to bring mm -hmm. out uh, the deliciousness of vegetables. And mm -hmm. one of the best things that I've found is churnas. There's, there's three different kinds of churnas. There's a vada churna, a kapha churna, and a pitta churna. Okay. And for my constitution, I really like uh, vada churna. But what I, I do is, you know, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll fix, I'll steam my vegetables or however I fix them, and I'll mm -hmm. put the churna on, and it's like a whole other, like a whole other experience. Okay. Uh, it makes the vegetables a lot more delicious. But what churnas are actually supposed to do is they're supposed to make it so that it satisfies all the senses, all the okay. all the six tastes in yes. Ayurveda. And part of Ayurveda is like, well, if you satisfy all those tastes you'll also satisfy yourself emotionally. Correct. So we, we, in the West, we eat all this food and it's, it's not satisfying, so we eat more of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not satisfying on that deep level of Correct. getting nutrition, both physically and emotionally. I, I think churnas are really great for that. And I'll send you a recipe uh, for the churnas. Just for simply. the churnas. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, Audience, churna is, is a, a mix or powder, you can say, of uh, some herbs and spices that have therapeutic or functional properties. Uh, think of it like salt and pepper packets, but just at an extremely high nutritive value level. But that's what churna is. And um, we will have the recipe for the churna in the, in the body of the podcast notes. So thank you, Joe, for, for sharing the, the churna concept to us, uh, concept with us. Now, where can we find you? If we want to take a class, uh, yes. can we move in in your neighborhood, anything? Because <laughs> well, there's so much to learn here. <laughs> All my classes are online. So. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so nobody has to move anywhere. <laughs> that is right. That's good. So you can, you can find me at, um, you can email me at joe at fit50plus.com. And that's all spelled out. F-I-T-F-I-F-T-Y-P-L-U-S.com. And my website is spelled out the same way, fit50plus.com. Okay. okay. Perfect. And do you offer classes every week, every, uh, every week? Yes, I have about 12 to 13 uh, group classes with a okay. small group of uh, six to eight people at okay. the max. Okay. And we do, it, we do it over Zoom so that everybody can follow along. And yeah. I play really nice, good, popular music from the, from the 60s and 70s and the okay. 80s. Okay. And uh, I also do one-on-ones uh, sure. if the person makes an appointment for that. Okay, perfect. And uh, can somebody be younger than 50 and join your classes? 
<laughs> why, why age discrimination? <laughs> <laughs> this is sort of like the reverse of ageism, huh? <laughs> yeah, because because childhood obesity is on rise. Yes. Um, you know, I'm seeing younger and younger population with high cholesterol and and blood pressure and diabetes and asthma is rampant. So I need to get the younger generation involved in this because it's going to affect their well-being and their performance in school and world unfortunately is becoming more stressful than it used to be so they need to have strong lungs and mind and everything so you yes. need to start a website 50 and younger com <laughs> yes <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it is it is a good thing that you know age groups um, exercise with their age group because their uh, abilities are more evenly matched. For so, sure. So that's for a good, sure. Yeah. Lovely. Again, thank you so much for uh, coming on, on the show. This has been a pleasure, uh, an honor to have you on the show and uh, sharing your knowledge. And uh, I, I'm, I'm just grateful that I, um, I came across my friend Debbie just a month ago and we were chatting and she said, hey, call my Uncle Joe. He's a perfect person to be on the, on the podcast. So thanks again. And uh, I'm sure our paths will cross uh, soon. And until then, I wish you health and happiness. And uh, everybody out there, please take care. Please pay attention to your breath and um, getting your lungs stronger. We just learned an extremely powerful technique from Joe. Uh, we, we must start practicing it. And if we need more help, we, will, we feel free to contact him uh, or reach out to me and I will connect you with him as well. Thank you. And uh, I will uh, see you guys uh, next week. Thank you. <laughs>